Thanks for listening to the Adam and Dr. Drew Show on Podcast One. Yo, next round is about to start. You ready? Yeah, yeah, just shopping for a car in Carvana. For real? Yeah, Carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever, wherever. For real? That's a ton of car options. Yep, and these are all within my price range. For really real? You can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really, really real? You just bought a car. For real, and you just lost my turn. Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. Can't get enough golf? Podcast One is the new home of Golflandia with Matthew Wiley. Every Monday, all season long, tune in to hear Matt talk predictions, tournament recaps, and interview guests from in and around the world of PGA and Euro Golf. He'll even talk business, branding, and family life. Because it all relates to golf. Download episodes of Golflandia every Monday exclusively on PodcastOne.com, the new Podcast One app, and Apple Podcasts. Yeah, man. Merry Christmas to you, right, Drewski? Happy, do you ever say Happy Holidays? Did no, is that the right thing? Oh, no. Christmas! Christmas is under attack. That's right. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, That's everybody! Right. You're listening to the best of. I hope you've uh, enjoyed the year as we've enjoyed the year. Indeed, and we look forward to 2018. How about that? And we couldn't do it without sponsors like True Car. Mm-hmm. Love these guys. Yep. MSRP, you might know what it stands for, but what does it really mean? I have no idea. I don't know either. <laughs> Same goes for invoice, list price, dealer price. It's all confusing. Get your price locked in. Get the true price, a true car. That's right. True car, man. It's true price from true car. Know exactly what you'll pay. It includes the fees, accessories, all the stuff that the dealer gets, all that stuff, you know exactly what it is. You don't get blindsided when you go to pick up the car. You know what the true price is. You get a great price because true true car will tell you exactly what everyone else is paying for the exact same car, apples to apples. And then you get your car, you lock it in, you pick it up. Certified dealers set their true price competitively. So uh, they'll get your business. They want your business. And since It's transparent. They have to give you a great Uh. price. So when you're ready to buy new or used, enjoy a more confident buying experience with True Car, Drew. Love those guys. Also love these guys. And it's a new year coming around. If you're like me, you're thinking about home security. You're thinking about what you should have done in the last year. Well, this is a good chance. No better time than now to think about Simply Safe Home Security. Best protection. Simply that. But it's simply with an I. I worked with Simply Safe, or we did, to put together a security arsenal for you. It's a special package, handpicked by Adam. Includes mm-hmm. entry, motion, and glass breaker sensors. Everything you need for an arsenal, literally, to protect yourself right now. And for the holidays, our friends at Simply Safe are giving our listeners two hundred dollars off this special package. No contracts, no commitments. All you got to do is go right now to Simply Safe. S I M P L I Safe dot com slash Adam 2, that is the word 2 for the number, T-W-O, slash Adam 2. And you get $200 off the hand-picked security package. 
One more time, that is simplysafe.com slash Adam2 for $200. Savings on the Adam Carolla security pick. Simplysafe.com slash Adam, T-W-O, Adam2. All right, let's get to our first best of. Recorded live at Corolla One Studios with Adam Carolla and board-certified physician and addiction medicine specialist, Dr. Drew Pinsky. You're listening to The Adam and Dr. Drew Show. Yeah, get it on. Got to get it on. No choice but to get it on mandate. Get it on. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for telling a friend. We love that about you, don't we, Drew? I do. Have you seen that film Dunkirk yet? Yes. I keep hearing mixed things. Don't see it. Don't see it. Don't see it. Tell me why. Um, I love war movies. Yeah. I love World War II movies. Yeah. And I love everything uh, in that genre. That's right in my wheelhouse. And I literally saw it last night with my son. When you hear this, it'll be a little, little while ago. But I saw it last night. And then I had the conversation with uh, Bald Brian about it, mm. and we disagree on many facets of life, and we agreed wholeheartedly on this, which is no real story, not, um, you didn't learn anything about, you didn't, I mean, other than the event sort of itself, you didn't really learn much about it, and a little bit confusing, but most importantly, you did not care. I don't know who the star of this movie was. Mm. He had three lines. I don't know who he was. I don't know what he was doing. I didn't care who he was or what he was doing. He had like a co-star buddy, um, Harry Styles, I guess, from One Direction. I didn't know what he was doing. I didn't know how they knew each other. And most importantly, never cared. Mm. And I can't. Is that there's not enough dialogue in the thing to, to exposition? The movie was sort of a slice of life about a major event. Yeah. And it's kind of a weird thing. Like certain movies are kind of slice of life movies. Yeah. I don't know. Like a movie like Sideways. You never heard of either one of the two guys. One guy's a school teacher. The other guy's getting married. You know, it's just a little follow them along on their journey, which is always fine with me. I enjoy that kind of thing. And then there's your sort of... You know, Saving Private Ryan or something. They're, they're bigger. They're epic. There's a story here. There's, mm-hmm. there's four Ryan brothers and three of them are dead and there's one left and we got to find that guy. You know, there's that. It's got a drive to yeah. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Saving Private Ryan had a sort of drive. It never, it never stopped. This was more like a Prince song <laughs> where everyone goes, huh, I can tell that guy knows what he's doing. I can tell that guy's talented. I have no idea w- what, what this is. But somebody, but I, obviously the guy's good. Yeah. I'm not interested in this, but he's good. That's my yeah. argument with Prince. It's like everything's good except for the song. All right. I will this not is, see it. You I might watch it on a plane or something, right? It'd be worth even that? No? Uh, it is, but there's a lot of aerial battles, and you may hear like a Messerschmitt or Falkwolf coming up on you when you're on the plane. Yeah, Freak you out. No, it's, it's, it's very well done. I couldn't tell you who the star was. I think is it Kenneth Branagh? Is he play the like the sort of admiral guy? There's lots of shots of lots of guys looking forlorn, but nothing, nothing happening. Uh, I I'm not positive if this goes. It's this says in credits order, so I don't know. Uh, Tom Hardy's a big name, for instance, mm-hmm. that I recognize. But in order, it goes: Fionn, Fionn Whitehead, Damian Bonnard, 
Arian Barnard, Lee Armstrong, James Bloor, Barry Keegan, Mark Rylance, Tom Glenn Carney, Tom Hardy, Jack Loden. Uh, All right. So anyway, not, not I recognize. the only thing that was confounding about it is why it was so well received by the critics. Right. And the only thing that I can think of, because I have a kind of a, as it pertains to the critics, I have a kind of a certain yardsticks I use. Yeah. Um, this was, first off, English and French people, so that's that's good. It, they don't like rah rah. They don't like American. any flag. No, no, yeah. no flag waving yeah. for them. That that'll that's going to cost you. Yeah. So it did not glamorize America or yeah. its participation in the war at all, mm. which is a real turnoff to critics. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> it's it's just that they. I feel like they come from a place which is academia, where it's a turnoff to be proud of your nation. Yes, and unless. You're French or Canadian, which is okay. Then Even, they're allowed to, yes. Yeah, then they're allowed to. You're right. not allowed right. to. Right. But, you know, all uh, basically our version of the war, their version of the war is they dropped uh, two atomic bombs on poor Japan, minding their own business over there. We dropped two atomic bombs. And after that, that was the, that was the Pacific theater. And then in the European theater, we could have liberated those camps a year earlier. End of story. Moving on. That, that was our participation in the war. According to them. So why does this get such a high score? It had almost no violence in it. It never showed like the Germans, you know, all these other ones, people getting their heads blown off and, you know, carnage. Mm -hmm. In other words, didn't have much carnage at all. There wasn't no you never even knew Germany was involved other than they're pushing us into the ocean. But we never saw them encroaching. Mm -hmm. And these were like. English and French guys who weren't fighting. It was a war movie with no fighting. Mm. You know, the 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 uh, the protagonist never picked up a gun. And I think that's their kind of war film. Yeah, as I I got Bald Brian pissed off because one of his favorite films, Black Hawk Down, is about Americans shooting brown people and black people, basically. Uh, that movie Brian loved 69 with critics on Rotten Tomatoes. This movie, he didn't like 93 or 4 or something. 6. 96. They were transposed numbers. The only reason I remember. Yeah. So what's the difference? Well, one is Americans shooting people of a different ethnicity. And the other is Europeans on the beach. So there you go. Uh, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm sort of paranoid. But I do. uh, Not paranoid. But I examine things too closely. But I do try to kind of break down. They did. They did criticize the film for there not being enough diversity. (laughs) That's true. Did you you hear about that? No, they said. Were you not talking about that? We didn't didn't talk about that. He read me this review. They said that people might be put off by the lack of females and people of color. Right. Forget the historical story they were telling. They needed to figure out a way to. There I would like argue no Filipinos in it. Yeah, aren't you pissed? I'm, yeah, I'm not watching. Yeah, it. I would argue. Yeah, you're on a different beach with MacArthur trying to leave. Yeah, uh, but that would put everybody off. Too. I would argue that if there was a couple of black chicks, I would be put off because I would be pulled off. <laughs> I don't know when people write that kind of film criticism. What exactly they even think they're doing. And then, as I always say, where are their editors? 
Is there some guy who's got a couple of brain cells that rub together and they hand him the paper and they go, many viewers may be put off by the lack of ethnic diversity and a female presence. And someone's going to go, hey, Bob, yeah, come back in the office. What? Your opening line, were there any people of color or women involved with the whole Dunkirk uh, taking 300,000 guys off the beach? No. All right. Well, go fix this then. I don't know what you're talking about. We're not, you're not running for election here, Jack. Off. You're doing a movie review. What are you talking about? Yeah. Well, anyway, those types. That's the crew who does the reviewing. That's the ones that make me a little bit nervous about their view. But this movie is uh, very falsely inflated. It's a very well done movie. It's very skillfully made, and you do not care what happens to anyone in this movie as far nice. as getting off of that beach. All right. Um, hey, let me, before we go to call, let's talk to you about Smart Mouth. Ooh. Dual solution oral rinse, the only activated mouthwash clinically proven to instantly eliminate bad breath and prevent it from coming back for 12 hours. It is that zinc ion technology. That's what you want to look for, the zinc ion technology. It binds to bacteria, forcing the bacteria to stop producing the gases, particularly sulfur, that uh, cause bad breath. And uh, it's obvious bad breath can ruin all kinds of situations. It's, and it's more than, more than ruining situations. It can affect you and preoccupy you. You know, if you've had something, you walk around, you think, oh, I got bad breath. It just says, you don't you want to be close to people. You don't want to open your mouth around them. You keep your mouth shut. And certainly in a romantic setting, it would just be disastrous. So you can get Smart Mouth. Again, remember that zinc ion technology, which binds the bacteria, forcing it to stop producing the gases. You can get to the back of the Smart Mouth at smartmouth.com. You can also found it, find it at Walmart, Target, Walgreens, CBS, really wherever you shop. It comes as, it's that dual agent thing. It's activated ion, zinc ion technology. Smart Mouth, smartmouth.com. All right. Let's talk to uh, Jessica, 37, Philadelphia. Jessica. Hello. How are you? Good. What's going on? Um, I've I've been with my husband for 20 years, married for 13. And um, he's always, um, when we first met, owned his own business. Now he's, um, since his early 20s, has been in the car business, like my father. Um, I have a criminal justice degree, but I'm currently disabled. I need spinal surgery. And um, he's pretty much the provider, and he's working... He went back to working kind of new car hours versus, you know, um, independently owned dealerships. So he's not home often. Um, and he, you know, I'm home all day. He has the car. So it's not like, you know, I have a lot I can do with myself. Um, and I just feel like I, I the, the time that he does have home, I don't know quite how to tell him I need his attention for that quality time so we don't lose that connection mm-hmm. without it being a fight. All right. Well, let's break. Or, or me sounding ungrateful. Let me just let me just make sure I heard sounding you. Sounding ungrateful. That's so, him so saying that. So even right. when he comes home, you guys have no connection. So you're not complaining about the amount of time he's home. You're complaining about when he's home, he ignores you. Not that he ignores me, but I understand he needs to decompress after he comes home. He wants to get undressed. He wants to take a shower. He's been in the heat all day. Like, I get that. But then once you relax, like, that's when I would like some of your time. All right. Well, let's talk about a few things. One is this guy has been working at a car dealership for 20 years, and you don't have a car? 
Well, no, we have a <laughs> we have a car. I mean, of course we have a car, but he take, he drives it to work. Of course, I could drive him to work and take the car. Okay, so when Adam says when Adam he, says you don't have a car, he means you. No, we share a car. You don't have a car. Okay, so you don't have a car. Does, does every part of life take this much explanation? No, no, no. no, no. I am no, 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 nothing, no, Drew. I'm, I talk to people all day like this. Yeah, we have one car, he takes it to work, and that leaves me with no car. So he works in the automotive sales industry, and you don't have a car? We have a car. Of course we have a car. He takes it. Oh, are you telling me exactly what you just told me 51 seconds ago? Why do I have to have these conversations with everybody? I do feel like there's a part of me that could go, I understand you possess one car, and he takes it to work every day, and that leaves you without a car. So when I say you don't have a car, I mean you don't have a car, not I your family you, doesn't I have a car. Tell you, but well, I, I don't want to go Adam, through that Adam, life that way because you just told me you had a car, and he comes, drives it into work. When it comes to talking to patients, I have learned that you must be so crystal clear that you leave it down to a sort of a yes or a no kind of a – and it's got to be – you can't do that to people. They just don't, they'll just spin out. It's just the way it is. I'm basing this on the part where you told me he drove the car in and that left you without a car. Yeah, I know. Okay. I know. And that's why I said, so you, not you guys or yous. Correct. <laughs> I understand. Oh, you do. Okay, Jess. So now, so why is it that you don't have a second automobile? Um, my mother passed away a few years ago. Uh-huh. Um, and, well, she committed suicide. And... um uh, basically, uh, within a year, I lost my mother, my father, and my father-in-law, and um, that pretty much took all the reserves we had, like thirty grand that we had saved over the years. And um, I thought when people died, not my family, but other people's family, I thought when they died, they left you shit, not took your money. Well, unfortunately, when you don't come for money, it doesn't quite work that way. When you're the, when you're the generation that makes something of themselves. And your parents were the generation. Drew's parents kicked off. He got a fucking condo in Redondo, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, best movie ever did. I'm not saying you're you know, happy about it, but I'm saying. I know, it's Laguna, but what rhymes with Laguna? <laughs> condo and Redondo, I love that <laughs> All right, so, um, uh, all right. Uh, that's a sublime song, right? Condo and Redondo. Keep my bitch in the condo and Redondo. All right, something's very wrong with yes, Jessica, yes, insanely yes, wrong with yes, Jessica. And yes. boy, oh my God, husband wanting to uh, decompress in a shower for like a s- Silkwood type uh, yeah. shower. I, I'm depressed talking to Jessica for, for 45 seconds. I couldn't even imagine with the husband. Whoo, Jessica, what is wrong, baby? There's so much going on in your life and it's all bad. What's happening? I've had a bad couple of years, but no, I mean, you no, know. You're, no, you had no, trauma as a kid, too. You had trauma. Something's yeah. going on. There's something going on. You need spinal surgery. What's that Pain about? Painkillers, no doubt. Whole no, thing. I do not take any opioids. I, um, My mother and father, well, my father's a recovering addict. My mother obviously was not when she took her life. And um, so I don't taking, believe in opioids. Take, I take ibuprofen and that's it. That's the only medicine you take, and um, a over-the-counter muscle relaxer. Which Why? one? Excuse which, me. Which one? Um, I don't. I don't even know the name of it because I get the generic like CVS brand. What? Uh, why do you need spinal surgery? 
I was in a car accident when I was 19. No. Why do you need why, why do you need surgery? I have two I have two discs that disintegrated. Why, one on surgery each, one is not, surgery is not the treatment Hold for on. disc disease. Hold on a second. Uh, Max Banner and or Gary. Uh. Have you ever heard anyone who needed back surgery that sounded anything close to what you would call normal on this show? Like, uh-huh. I'm loosely basing everything I know on never hearing someone who needed spinal surgery who did not have a laundry list of all that has gone wrong. Trauma. Trauma. Yeah. And you can hear, you hear their voice. Yeah. You hear it immediately. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's why I don't believe in back surgery, because the only back surgery I've ever heard is by people who have been horribly traumatized. It, it all leads to more surgeries. It always does. Okay. It's not. But I'm it's afraid not, to do it. Back surgery the, the, is not indicated for pain. Not. You don't okay. do back surgery because it's uncomfortable. Otherwise, no. I'll, it's not. Which, it's, uh, it's not for the pain. It's because it, it, it. It's hard for me to walk. Because of the pain. Okay, you're not to have back surgery for pain. Well. Okay. So what's going on, Jessica? Now you're. I think your husband's probably a little freaked out by this. What's going on with all the trauma? What what what, what, happened? what happened growing up? What happened with the sexual abuse or whatever? Oh God, no! There was nothing like that. Physical abuse. I had um, no. My parents divorced, separated when I was three. I had uh, an amazing stepfather who was a firefighter when I was nine. They got together, married when I was sixteen. Why? Why married um, when you were sixteen? Usually, that's people. They were together for. Since from the time I was nine, and they got married when I was sixteen. They got married. I don't, when I was 16, not you. Yeah, they got married oh boy, when true. I was sixteen. Right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, yeah, you're going right to weird stuff. And I got married when I was twenty-four. Well, by the um, way, Drew should have figured that one out too. No, they got met the guy when she was nine, and then they got married when she. Yeah. Was. No, she said, and then I got married when I was sixteen. That's like, oh, you're right. I know you're insane, and so is Jessica. Yeah, no, I didn't have a very traumatic childhood. I mean, I guess there was. I didn't really have a childhood. I was more of the parent, I guess, than the um, child. Parentalizing a child is traumatic. Why was your mother so incapacitated? Because she was a drug user and abuser. That's traumatic. And did you? What kinds of horrible things did you see? Um, I saw her not out a lot. I saw her not present. I saw mood swings. I saw things I didn't like, which like, is why I never like what. Um, just her attitude, her mouth. Um, in, in one sentence, she could pay you the biggest compliment, and then in the next, you know, I mean, just go for your jugular you and ever, say did something. She, did she ever hit you, or did anybody in the house ever hit no, you? No, it was more emotional abuse emotional than hitting. No, I was never. Wait a minute. Her mom is a junkie who yeah. killed herself. Yeah, I mean that's. Yeah. That's trauma. Yeah. She's, she's just, I'm just seeing how many different kinds of trauma we can list. It's, I get you, but she trauma on look trauma no trauma. further than junkie mom who killed herself. Right. And and by the way, lived with the drugs for as long Listen, as she could. But and she was she open with, I had no trauma. If my child was fine, no All big right. deal. Just, Jessica, you got a lot going on, and I can hear it in your voice. Big time. I mean, I, I, I've been, I, I did grievance counseling when I lost my family. I've been in, in and out of therapy since I was 13. Um, when I feel like I need to talk to somebody, I talk to somebody. I've never had suicidal thoughts. Yeah. All right, this is all good. You but, need comprehensive trauma therapy. But, but, but I, I, I feel 
Here's what I feel, Jessica. I feel yeah. that you're probably overwhelming to your husband. Yeah. And I feel like your husband is probably retreating a little bit because he's feeling overwhelmed by you. And, okay. And all the negativity that is with you, which is, uh, it's not your fault because of where you come from, but there's so much pain and negativity spiritual and physical and psychological that comes off you. There's parts of yourself that aren't even integrated into your conscious awareness that are motivating feeling states and being projected out into the world that we are feeling. And your husband gets to feel all that too. Hey, can I tell everyone about, and, and Drew, we may be wired differently. You and I are. Yeah, because I feel like you're attracted to stupid, I mean, to pain or something. I mean, I like people that are in pain. I mean like that? I'm no, I'm saying attracted. Like you, you, it, you draw. When I think about the people that I that I know, like just the folks in my life, uh, the ones that are in a good mood. I mean, I, I don't want to oversimplify, but I will. Just a good mood. I'm so attracted to those to those people and the ones that are sort of bummed out and bothered and negative and whatever I just don't want to see them I don't want to be near them mm-hmm. and it doesn't even matter what their what their ranking is Maxipata is in a better mood than my mom and thus I want to hang out with Maxipata and never see my mom right cuz she's always bummed out and there's always something going on and if you're that person I just want to go to the other side of the room and wait till you leave yeah and I don't know if everyone's wired that way, but we're all wired that way to some degree, yep. which is we want to hang out with the fun guy over here, not the bummer guy or gal over there. And as I look at it, I find myself just sort of spending more and more time with people that are, you know, I mean, you, you can't just be a, a blissful idiot, but I just mean people that have something to say, but in general aren't you know again it's my my whole test is how you doing doing great doing good how you doing i'm okay when i hear that i just want to go i want to go the other i want to go the other side of the room and i'm jessica's that's pouring off of jessica yeah and i feel like that's probably overwhelming to her husband can be can be and is she he doesn't want to come home a long day of uh peddling used rvs to her Talking about the surgery well, and her saying, mom's suicide. My, my needing attention, her, her, you know, code for that in her case is I need to dump all my shit on somebody. And that's right. what people don't like. Right. All right. So, Jessica, how about a conversation about that? And yes, How about a trauma therapist? How about going to see somebody that really does trauma work? Whatever it is, but don't say I need attention. Attention is sort of like, how are you doing? How was your day, sweetie? Oh, you want a back rub? Like that, that's attention. This is not that. No. This is heavy duty. You know, I mean, I, yeah. I've known her for two minutes. She was telling me her mom died and yeah. her dad died and yeah. someone's committed suicide. I mean, she was just pouring off of her. All right. Let's talk to Adam. Line three, Adam. Hey, uh, <clears throat> bottom line, I need to lower my diastolic blood pressure. I'm not sure how to do it. You're 40 uh, to 49. Uh, how high is your pressure? A uh, little history. It was uh, my systolic, the top number. How high is your diastolic pressure? Uh, over 90. Okay, you need medication. It's very simple. 
You can't. You There's gonna, no way you, to do it without medication. You can't outrun your genetics forever. Uh, you you have to a certain point. Your genes come to bear. The communication between your right atrium and your kidney becomes dysfunctional, and it sets your blood pressure to a higher level than it should be. My balls and, are arguing right now. And that starts. And that starts. Uh, about the that starts damaging your blood vessels, and you will get heart disease, and you will get stroke, and just a matter of time. I mean, you can all. That's you know, you can only outrace your genetics so far. What number, what if he told you he was 100 pounds overweight, not exercising? It's not necessarily. No? Okay. <laughs> you gotta, I'm you gotta, just asking. If you have a high, family history of hypertension and you're now hypertensive, that, that's not, that's a disorder. That's a problem in your physiology. How about my family which has been dealing with comatosum <laughs> for many generations now? Bad, are I you managed awake? To bring down my, I managed to bring down my systolic through diet and exercise. Yeah. Uh, an elimination of, you know, cheeseburgers, pizza, and caffeine. That went down from, I don't know, 170 or 150 down to 125. Um, but I haven't been able to bring down my diastolic yet. Uh, and I've lost yeah, two inches off my waist playing racquetball, swimming. So much more <laughs> active. I like that. But uh, no, way without medi- no way without medication. Adam huh? sounds like he's in a I, multivitamin I, commercial from the 80s. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> it, it, you, may, you may hold it off for a couple of years, but you're going to be on medication. And why would, you, right. why would you want to expose your blood vessels to damage any, more, any longer than possible? In the meantime, go ahead and keep doing the exercise and the weight loss, and maybe you'll have a period in the future where you can try off it and see what it does. But, but look, you, you have a disorder. It's called hypertension. It's a syndrome, and it's genetic, and it's something that's happening now. And the longer you sit around with your pressure like that, the more damaging you're doing to your heart and brain. Why do you want, and your kidneys, why do you want to do that? I don't understand. I don't want to be on meds, the, man. The meds are so simple now. They're so good. Jen, 40, Orange County. Hey, you guys. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, I just want to tell you, you're fucking so smart. You um, you always amaze me when I listen to you. Yeah, I was just marveling at that earlier today. Funny, Adam's always... Well, no, I didn't say that. No, I wasn't marveling at how <laughs> smart I was. I was marveling at how smart I was and how nobody ever said a word about it or recognized it in any shape or form my entire my entire life. Until I got here, so until you, I, until I until Drew <laughs> and and Jimmy, I've never yeah. it had never been discussed. Uh, no, you're brilliant. You really are. You have a certain way of picking up on things and explaining them to people that I never hear. So I really appreciate you for that. Well, thank you, man, um, ma'am. Yeah, what's going on? Yeah. Well, please don't call me ma'am. No, I, I said ma'am. <laughs> I started saying man, and I modified it to ma'am. Sorry, sorry, ma'am. Anyways, man, but I'm, I'm, I'm such big fans of you guys, and um, I'm calling. God, I'm so nervous talking to you guys, even. Um, but I'm in a. I already. I don't know where this conversation is going to go, but I'm in a really weird situation, and mm-hmm. a very unusual situation that I just don't know what to do. And I saw you on Twitter, and you were taking calls, and I'm like, I'm just going to do right. it. Ask, and we'll do. Here we go. Okay. Um, well, it's a really long story, but I, I've been dealing with, I've been depressed, but like, it's not like I'm one of these people where I'm, you know, clinically depressed or whatever, but I'm, I think I have a reason to be depressed okay. because my life is so bizarre and I don't know what to do. Give us a sketch. Like Give that. us a sketch of your okay. life. Just sketch it out. Okay. Okay. Should I start with family or what Just I do a right sketch. now? Just or? a sketch. Give us a sketch in three sentences. Um, well, I... Um, 
is really hard, isn't it? No, it uh, is when well, people I, say three sentences because it's stifling and it doesn't yeah, it achieve is. the yeah, effect. Yeah, thanks, Adam. That, thank you. Yeah. I'm the genius. Yeah. Where, what's going on with your family? <laughs> no. Where's your dad? Well, okay. Well, um, I never really had a relationship with my dad. Well, big surprise, but I'm going to tell you what I do. Um, Nurse. Yeah, so I come from... Uh, come from a yeah, really pretty much a really classic fucked up family background. I have no family right now. As mm-hmm. the only living relative I have is my mother, mm-hmm. um, whom I'm actually having to live with for financial reasons. Any, we oh, don't get along. Not a nurse. We don't any, get along. Any relationship? No, no. Oh. It's like um, I'm just been like invisible to men. Um, I'm actually a nice looking person. Um, you know, I'm blonde. I'm tiny. I'm you know. Um, I have a good personality. I'm not stupid. Um, you know, I'm pretty positive, actually. And yeah. I'm funny. I love comedy. I love you. Hold so on. That says a lot. Carrie wrote down escort. Sorry. Did you write down escort? Huh? Did escort. You both, did you? You and get. <laughs> I don't know. Gary and Drew both wrote down escort. Well, when everybody, somebody goes, when, you, when I tell you what I do, uh, you're going to be shocked. I'll uh, say, oh. oh, yeah. Well, okay. Well, I'm in, I'm in a genre of the industry. I do sensual massage. Okay. So, all right. So, sensual yeah, massage. Go- yeah. That's- yeah. <laughs> so, is that simply a massage with a release, like a hand job? Sir, I, I hate, I do it in a different way. I'm, I do, I. Feet. Oh, she hung up. Yeah. So. Wait, why would she hang up mid stride that way? It's possible her cell phone dropped the call. It's just a weird, it's a weird, I mean, the subject would suggest she'd hang up, but she's describing what she... We have a phone call ringing, so hold on. Did. All right. Let, just put her on hold for a second. I just want to mop up with Jeff over here real fast. Hey, Jeff. 21, hey. Montana, best, uh, how, did, how to limit consumption of alcohol in a social setting with coworkers. Is that your question? That is correct, and get it on. Yeah. Because you lose control? No, well, okay, so <laughs> here, here's the thing. So um, I'm recently a uh, 21-year-old, uh, just turned 21 a few months ago, um, and I am interning with a company that is definitely kind of a, they, they like to drink um, mm-hmm. on the weekends. Yeah. And, uh, it, and if you're an intern, um, it tends to be, like provided to you. Yeah, I get uh, it. For free. All right, I'm going to yeah, yeah. I'm going to so, make this quick for you. Okay? Sure. Here it is. All right, what are you drinking? Is it beer? Yeah, it tends to be beer. Okay. I want you to like physically count the cans of beer. Like take or the glass of what, you know, you're drinking beer bottles, whatever it is. Like literally don't make sure. an announcement. Just kind of set them off to the side a little bit, right? Okay. I don't want you to have more than one of those in an hour. And I want you to drink a glass of water in between, in between yeah. each one. And then if the party lasts four hours or whatever it is, you've had four beers and four glasses of water and you're fine. Physically, just tally it up that way. And don't let yourself get past that, that number. How about that? Okay. Yeah, yeah. That sounds great. And, and- All right. Good. <laughs> now back to the prostitute. Back to Jen. Yeah. Jen? No. Oh, but not. what is what is what is the sensual massage? Okay, so as I was starting to say, and I think I get disconnected. I am just not some girl that 
I always say this to people. I'm not somebody that comes in and just slaps on baby oil, somebody and bails. I don't right. do that. I actually counsel a lot of men. I was starting to say, I've, I've, most of the people that book are going through a divorce. Um, it's I talk funny. To them, I, I said, I nur- I said nurse. Yeah. Because I felt oh. her, like, helping, yeah. yeah, whatever. Yes, but. thank you. Okay, yeah, and I, I really do. Like, I, I'm just, and there are people out there Well, I'm not saying you're a nurse. I'm saying I was them. wrong, but... No, well, yeah. No, what I'm saying is a lot of the same feelings of nurse came through for me. Yeah, the codependency, I get that. But anyway. In a very therapeutic manner. Okay, All right, but what happens? Very, do you have yeah. sex? Nope. No. What do you do? No, I... There is touching. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> all right. So, but there's no oral. Is there oral? No. Oh, I, I, that grosses me out. Actually, oh, you know, all right. Well, we got to wrap this up. Yeah. Um, but there's a hand and a release, right? Or a device and a release. What's least. the device? I don't know. I'm just guessing. Sometimes, sometimes no. Sometimes no. Not all the time. Feet Not and all release. The time. I don't know. Okay. All right. So, have you heard of masturbation? <laughs> oh, the guys. Sometimes, like, yeah, uh-huh. they can do that with, d- yeah, with so you. Yeah, that's a nice way. Around. Okay. Yeah. Right. All right. Yeah. Well, well, listen, Jen. Uh, obviously, Not a total prostitute. Huh? <laughs> Not a total prostitute. Yeah, I'm all I'm right kidding. with this, but but uh, I I don't don't call something therapeutic. You're not licensed and don't have training. That, that's a right. mistake. Okay. That's who a mistake. tips more, the guys who do it themselves or the guys who let you do it? Oh, that has nothing to do with it. A lot of it's all like emotion and 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 time. A lot of it is based on my time. So just how just, long I'm there. They're just giving you good wishes and good vibes before they leave. No twenties. Well, a lot of them order dinner. You know, and, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. So sort of escort things. That's, okay. Wow. Okay, so, so, Jen. That's called, I, an, es- I, that's I, called I, an escort. I, I get it. All right, so when, uh, let's, all right. Didn't, uh, 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 it sounds like you're pretty gainfully employed. I don't know why you're living with mom. No, but that's the thing is that it's, it. I don't know what it has been going. It goes through waves, and it's to the point, because there's such an oversaturation of the business and stuff like that, all right. It's what does that changed mean? throughout the years. Uh, Jen, I, I, There's too many me, people doing it. Yeah, let me give you my goddamn internet. Let huh. me, Jen, let me give you my philosophy. Wait a minute. Did she call me a genius or is that Yes, the, you're a genius. All right. I thought that was someone from <laughs> that was Jen, that was Jennifer. Okay. Hey, listen to me. Listen to me. I'm listening. I do Adam. not think you could do this as a profession and have a level of happiness, dignity, and pride. I don't think you can. You're, I can hear or, it. Or, I can resolve, hear you. or resolve all that, the male stuff. It, it's just, all you're, the too, you're all over. You're conflicted. Yeah. You know, I, I couldn't imagine, you know, it, Drew, say to me, uh, what do you do for a living? What do you do for a living? Place <laughs> <laughs> It's temporary. Um, you know, what? Well, well right now. What do I do? I'll tell you what I don't do. I don't perform more. <laughs> That's what I don't do. What I don't do. What I do do is I, I look like I've been an emotional service. Uh, but, but I'm not going to be doing it forever. You know what I mean? Like, could you imagine going through life feeling sort of yeah. ashamed? Yeah. You know, or you, you, what do I do when I look over my shoulder? Yeah. Or I go to a party yeah. and I meet a guy I'm interested in, but ooh, who's that guy over there? Is that guy a client? Uh-oh. Yeah. Or no, 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 how him. could you have a relationship with a guy when you're doing this work? I would say, uh, first things first, let's get out of this mm-hmm. and get into something. 
I don't care if it's working at a Starbucks, but just something where somebody go, what do you do? I'm a barista. I work at Starbucks, and they actually made this me the usual, junior manager. Usual like, whatever. requires some treatment to get out of this kind of thing. All right. Yeah. So you right. might really look somebody that does deals with, you know, the people that are in this in these industries and how they get out. It's not easy. Okay. It's not easy. Uh, Irvine Improv tomorrow, podcasting masterclass. Come on out and say hi. Six hours of me and Norm Pattis will be there, and August will be there. You watch him eat, man. And then... Uh, Oh, Gina's going to be there and Ball's going to be there. Just come on out and say hi. Hey, you want to go on the cruise? Go to AdamCurl.com. You want some merch? AdamCurl.com. AdamCurl.com. Go ahead, Drew. Go to Drew.com. Check it all out there. What's up? Until next time. Adam Curl for Dr. Drew saying mahalo. <laughs>